So let your attention slip away back or downwards perhaps into the body. Moving away from mind and activity and story. The body is there, doing its thing. Breathing is happening on its own. Your attention is not needed on either of those. Everything is taking care of itself. Let go of the body. Mind is just a tool for you to navigate in the world. It's of no use right now. Drop deeper. Whatever sounds are around, let them come to meet you. Don't reach out. Pull your attention inward. Let your attention drop back into where it came from. In the movie of life of creation, it's of no significance now. Whatever aspect of awareness is present, it operates without you. Let awareness show itself to be the independent, self-aware, ability that it is. It might be that awareness is aware of itself as we talk about it, let it get finer still, so that it's no longer aware of itself. That there's just that capacity of awareness. 
finer still. Beyond any idea, beyond any concept, beyond any thought. Where any potential concept might be showing itself. Withdraw to where that is so rarefied and so thin. That there's nothing more than the potential. There's no knowing potential for what. It's just potential itself. For nothing is showing itself. <coughs> Prior to potential. Where it gets so thin. makes no sense that things are or are not. Where the idea of being or existing has no place now. To put any label on this would be too much. Maybe we could say nothing, take away the concept of nothing. Emptiness and take away the concept of emptiness. Neither full nor empty. Neither complete nor incomplete. even the echo of these words are too much.
place, no space, no time. And yet, the appearance of a movie can happen. And it's not known by this place, it's not a place. But within the movie, the appearance of the movie can happen. And it only happens within the movie. The movie imagines itself into existence. There's no connection between outside of all of it and the movie. Because in outside of all of it, there is no movie. no paradox. The setup of the movie talks about being and what is and is not. The world of creation and destruction. Day and night. Its own cycle of life is contained within itself. Within the movie, the capacity see the movie happens through the body, through the mind. And within the movie, that form is sitting in a room right now, listening to these words. 
and there's no clash between this movie land and what is known to be outside of all of it. This is the zone of where is and is not happens. Where manifestation takes place. The movie isn't very interested in outside of all of it. But yet, it is not. Let the movie show itself. Let the play happen. It's just dream material. Images, labeling, making stories happen. That's all it is. but outside of all of it. It's beyond all that can change and all that moves, beyond any idea of story. Somehow that's what we could call home. It's the dream word for it. What happens in the dream doesn't really matter. It only matters within the dream. dream with full access to beyond all of it. See how they don't negate each other in any way. You have a full capacity to be outside of all of it and to have the movie play in the corner of your vision, 
might feel like periphery vision. The story of you and your life. It has its place. dreaming itself as it goes along. Your body-mind is the dreaming mechanism right now. But somehow you have a capacity totally recognize that it's a dream and enjoy it. Nothing is lost and nothing is gained by the quality of that dream. Nothing at all. It can be light. It can be heavy. You're the dreamer. making mechanism that happens within what you what your capacity is what you are to the mind can move around the furniture a little bit but the more our capacity to go beyond all of it comes into the movie the more the movie shows itself to be just a sequence of images strung together by a pattern in our neurology. And it's very beautiful.
little picture of you, the little self. When it rests in love, everything is okay. When it runs story, it mightn't be so okay. It's not so complex. It entertains itself with story. It's the movie material in the making. And it's beautiful. So there is no distance between beyond all of it and this scene in the movie this morning. There aren't two places. We have to make beyond all of it some kind of a location that's what we do. We're within the confines of space and time and language. But it's not some place. For your mind to access it, your attention goes home. It falls back into where it arises from. That's all. merges with the first movement that it came from. And somehow everything is okay. manage your attention right now. Bring the minimum, minimal level of attention that is required to make the movie engageable. Just the minimum amount of attention for that functioning to happen. Find that balance within yourself so that there's a resting within all of it or beyond all of it. And that yet there's enough attention in the world for participation to take place.
might want to put a little bit of attention maybe on your breath and some physical sensations, but not all of your attention. The movie doesn't need your total investment. You're too big for the movie. You're too big. So manage your attention well. How much do you need to come back here to engage this morning? Manage it well. Learn how to manage that. How much is needed to be here? While the knowing of outside of all of it. While the rest that is available because you're not plugging into the movie. Well, that can be enjoyed. So when you're ready, open your eyes. detoured on the way here, so I don't know what you said at the beginning. Um, um, a release came that I had to let out there. <laughs> Super. <laughs> um, and it, it felt like it only came from this far out. Um, the release was of wild cats, you know, um, big, big cats. Mm. Sound was made, not fierce sound, but guttural, uh, guttural sound, but yet it wasn't all the way in the gut. And was it source in that mid-chest area, or do you think there was, there is a source that didn't come out? I, it seems, it seems like... It wasn't enough. I mean, it it, it eventually subsided, uh-huh. and but I could feel the animals coming out, like hundreds of them, mm. um, and I could feel the the upper body, and I could almost see the legs as they ran off, but I couldn't feel it. You know, it's, it was like 
this is only in reflection that I see that it, and then physically how I feel, it's only from here up is, there's a, so, I don't know. It was quite unexpected, but I know what the catalyst was. Okay. After breakfast, we were sitting in a little patio area watching a cat climb trees and jump around trying to chase squirrels. I mean, I know what the, this, I don't know what the, it seems way, way, I, I have no idea, you know, anyway, that's a side story. But yeah, it sounds quite shamanic. Maybe, yeah, yeah, that's, that's a sense, but from mm. a place I've never touched before. Mm. Yeah. So... You might have gotten all that needs to come out, out. Okay. Because I wondered, I mean, it seems like there's this, in form, the blockage is in here. It's not in the limbs. Doesn't seem to be in the head. Seems to be in the trunk. Okay. So. There's quite an openness in your system right now, so... I'm putting my money on it that you've got everything that needs to come out Great. with that. Great. Great. You know, it's like, okay, time or something else, but it's like, that was pretty thorough. That was pretty thorough. Yeah. 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 If I there's guess more, it needs to hatch. Uh, okay. Mm. That was the only question, if it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. No, you don't have any hind legs sitting down there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Hotels. Yes. <laughs> No, then there may be percolation for another layer, but that's always the okay. way, isn't it? There's always yeah, yeah, stuff yeah, moving, yeah. I mean, you know? it's just yeah. But no, that was a, that was a full circle. Yeah. Okay. Great. Thanks. Sure. Great. Yes, Alexander. I don't have any stories to churn. And I don't... relate to anything outside of duality. So I don't really know what I'm doing here. And I enjoyed the silence. But not more or less than I would enjoy working at my computer or being with friends. Mm -hmm. I can't relate to anything outside of duality. That's the same for everybody. 
when there's a me relation to something, it's in duality, no? Mm. So that's that paradigm. That's how duality works. So I'd be kind of going after it if you said the opposite. Some people have um, some kind of emotional connection with it or, or intuition of it. When they speak of perceiving from a different place, I don't, I don't have that at all. I'm always in separation. Not really. You notice when you're in separation. The other times you just don't recognize. So other people are remembering those times and I'm not? You're worried a bit differently, Alexander. The where you are word is necessary for what, for for the path you're taking, for what it is you're you're doing, for what your life is about. I'm reluctant to use the word purpose, but in terms of your destiny or your trajectory, if you were a feeling intuitive guy, you wouldn't be able to do what you're doing. The setup is actually beautiful. But exposing yourself to this stuff and seeing the bridge that's not there between somebody with a mind like yours and somebody who's in the feeling intuitive thing, that's the gap between science and spirituality. That's the gap. Because this touchy feely stuff, that's what it's called. And, 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 and it is largely touchy-feely stuff, sure, because we're, we're not equipped to, to uh, have more sophisticated language and we're, there's no way to prove it because it's outside of duality and we're kind of, you just got to go there yourself and your own knowing is the only evidence that there is. And that's where we're at right now. So that's very much seen as touchy-feely by the rest of the world who just operates in duality. But for some reason, you've kind of stumbled upon this and the differences of how we communicate it and, the dif- and, and how you communicate with your world, that split has to show itself. That's what you're about, is bridging it a bit. But that's in my professional work, not in my personal life. It is, but they're quite married because, I mean, Einstein couldn't have done anything that he was doing unless he was travelling there himself. You, you know... The great discoveries is because they were, in, in any field, great artists, ones who, 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 who've helped the masses to shift, they have gone there themselves. They've gone into unknown territory themselves and questioned and wondered at their nuts and eventually found a way to communicate it. So will I go there... Will I develop a touchy-feely orientation or will I go there without one and then what would it look like in that case? Bingo. The latter. So what would it look like? Yeah, you got to tell me because I'm a touchy-feely. But you must have seen it before. (laughs) (laughs) 
I get caught on all the language for it. And I know the language I use for this is really limited. And part of me goes <coughs> with the touchy-feely aspect. Do you know? The non-dual language is a pain in the ass. And, but it's like, it's, that's all we've got right now. So, you know. But, but I know in time we will, find other, we will find other ways to communicate this, to present this. <clears throat> I just can't visualize what it would look like for myself. But I also don't need to know. Also, don't need to know. No, you don't need to know. It's like we'd, we'd be, you know, breaking open an egg to see what the chicken looks like, but the chicken ain't formed yet. But I'm not unique. There are other people. Yeah, for sure. But you're here right now. Yeah, you're, you're part of a whole movement that, you know, I mean, But I mean, there are other are. people who aren't a touchy feel, as you say, who get the kind of insights that you have. Yeah. So yeah. You, must, you must have some idea of what that looks like. Sure. Sure. Um, and they operate within, within their own niches, you know, but, but you're pushing it into another niche. I really enjoy, um, you mentioned to someone a couple of days ago or a day ago, uh, as, astral travel just in passing. And I really love it when, you, when I hear about these things. Or I have some, once I was on New Year's Day with a couple of uh, uh, female friends who really enjoy astrology. We were all watching this New Year's Day show on astrology about um, how the first 12 days of your life are determining the first, the 12 months of the year. Ah. And with things like this or past lives or, or astral travel, I don't believe in any of it, but I really enjoy hearing about it. But it's like a bit of an indulgence, like like secondhand smoke from someone smoking marijuana. But I really enjoy it. Yes, yes, yes. Why? How come you enjoy it? Well, I think there are two possibilities. One uh-huh. is that um, I just enjoy it on a prosaic level because it helps me defocus, mm. and the other is that it's. Um, relates to what you said to me once about when you were talking about out-of-body experiences. And I said, well, actually, we know that if you just press here in the brain, it does that. So it's actually pretty banal. And you said, oh, that's very funny, but um, I was trying to get you to see wider. And if I could help you to see wider, that was, that was what you were trying to do. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, maybe I like it because it helps me. It, it goes towards seeing wider. Yes. But I don't, I don't have any... Uh, intuitive sense of that, just an idea that came to me. Yes, yes. Yes. One could see that, one could say that, that, you know, there must be limitations then because, because your, your perception doesn't touch into that other area. But it's absolutely essential. If that limitation wasn't there, what you're here to do wouldn't happen. Sounds uh, suspiciously, uh, what's the word? Those people who come back, starts with a B. Bodhisattva, yeah. So suspiciously, but a like. Yeah, uh, 
No, it's just your gig, you know. It's just it's just your gig is something very specific, you know. And this is part of it. So when I'm when I'm done with the my prof- professional work, will I, will I then end up like like someone like you? I don't think so, but I think you'll find a way to bridge the two. Professionally or personally? I think your personal is going to hugely inform your professional. It does. Because you're looking for scientific understandings. You're looking for understandings that, that appeal to the intellect, that make sense to you. In, you know, And you do that professionally and you do that personally. It kind of has to make sense to you. So since since I'm not in the touchy-feely realm, as you describe, um, you're, I shouldn't try to become more like that. I don't I? think so. I don't think so. You, you, you find yourself... I could, get it, I could try to get into astral travel. <laughs> I, I'm open. <laughs> if, it's, if it's just for fun, it's just for fun, you know? But, but, but something makes you like, do I believe in it, do I not believe in it? And... and that actually is what's absolutely necessary for your work. Do, do you know? Like, I'm not interested in blowing that apart at all. I, I've no pull to do that because it's like, that's the thing that... Like, how many scientists land themselves into a retreat like this? It's very rare. It's very rare because those two realms don't talk to each other. They really don't. So... For a scientist to land in here, they usually come and they, at some point, they just poo-poo the whole thing because it doesn't fit into their rationale. Whereas you're constantly questioning and seeing what makes sense, what makes sense. And what you're actually doing is you're, it's like the what makes sense. It's almost like that that is a, a snapshot of, of, of a whole realm that thinks in terms of if it makes sense, I'll buy it. You know? Mm-hmm. Okay? So... What we talk about here doesn't make sense to most people at all. It usually only makes sense to the person who's talking. And it can make sense to me if I can see it in their energy field. Yeah. You know, but really, unless somebody else has personal experience of it, it probably sounds like a load of crap. You know? So, so that's the biggest problem that I see between, between spirituality and science, is that what we do is we know from personal experience... But we know that it's not personal because it's impersonal experience. But from the science perspective, it's all our personal experience. It's somebody says, well, I know it's truth and I can't explain it. I just know. I have a knowing. And it's like, for a scientific person, that's a personal experience. But we, we have divided, no, there's personal, which is ownership. And then there is, then there is some other knowing. But that's all personal for science. It's all personal. Because it can't be validated, it can't be externalized, it can't be packaged. It's viewed as personal. But that division between personal and impersonal, it's very clear for this spiritual community. What you know is pure consciousness and what your personal body-mind recognizes. You see? So we're stuck there. We're stuck there. It's viewed as personal. So somehow you're going to make sense of that. Somehow you are. And your saving grace is the fact that you can't access this because then you would be in the same way. Because then you'd be, you'd be 
bringing a personal experience into something that only makes sense to Alexander's experience. And it's like, that's not going to wash. It's not going to wash. You have to have clear dividing lines. You see? But yet, you're pushing yourself in this scenario. So something is in the soup. It's still getting stewed because there's exposure to it. But your realm of, of, of interpreting it and understanding it has to be the way it is. But yet you're in the soup of it. You're drawn to it. I don't need the scientific work for my personal work, do I? In other words, I could give up the scientific work completely and still attain enlightenment someday. It's, it's not an either-or. But, but what else would you do? I mean... Oh, I'm not saying I would. I'm just yeah. trying to see is there some... What, because you, you say that the personal is necessary for the scientific, but does the causality go the other way? Does the causality go the other way? I don't think so. No, it doesn't. You're right. Okay. So I shouldn't try to have a model of what my personal path would be. Why would you want a model for it? I, I want to see where that's coming from, that question well, is coming from. Well, it's good... My friend Richie always tells me that confusion is highly underrated. So if I'm confused, then I guess that's a good thing. But I don't know. <laughs> confusion is a process, you know? It's a process. And then, and then, and then it, it has to morph into something. Because lifelong confusion, you know, that's not fun. Yeah. Like I could think of like someone like Francis, who's who's a more intellectual type, but I don't think that's what you're talking about in terms of my having my own way. That's right. It's not just no, because he's not touchy feely. That's I right. Say. But it's not. I don't think it's the same. Like, it's not like I'm going to have the same path, the same or something no, like that. No, not at all. No. Why not? Why isn't it just that then? Just what? Well. Why won't I? Because your path is, is, is new ground. You're not unique in it. We're always part of a tribe. Like, I know, even though I haven't spoken to other people who talk about what I'm talking about, I know there's a, a load of us at it. But, but that's 100 monkeys, no? Or 99 monkeys, or whatever that theory is. Mm-hmm. You know, where, where people, you know, where people are, are doing the same work yeah. in, in order for something new <laughs> to, to be presented. You know? Yeah. Sure. That's happening too. There's people pushing the same thing as you're doing. Yeah. It just seems strange that it's intertwined with my personal yeah. path in the way you describe. Yeah. Think of Einstein. He, he knew the truth, like. And he, sometimes he stayed away from things. I don't know much about him, but just little pockets I've picked up. It's like, ah, guy, this, this guy knew stuff. But he was like, eh, that's a bit spooky. I'm not going near that. Or he knew, he knew. And he thought, I, no. And stuck to what, what you know, what, what he did do, which yeah. made all the difference because it was more acceptable, you know? Yeah. But what he saw himself, yeah, yeah. He knew how it worked. But somehow he knew how to present it in a plausible way. And what was provable, he could present. You know? And then the other stuff is like, well, I'm going to stay away from that. But he knew. He knew. 
you were saying that when you try to write, that sometimes you, you don't have the words. Uh-huh. I think that when, when you create something, when we create something new, physics or maths, we, it, we use our phenomenal experience to inform that. Like, if you're trying to think about particle physics, you might imagine that you're on an electron and the, the wind is swooshing through your hair and just, just very visually, like, kinesthetically feeling into things. Yes, yes. So, we, we take from our personal experience to build the theories. Yes. But then it goes the other way around. Yes. Because once you have a new kind of theory, it actually creates new metaphors, which didn't exist before. Yes. And those metaphors to become the building blocks of an augmented language. So, I feel like that's what that's what you're waiting for. Ah. That need that loop needs to run. That once. loop needs to run. Yeah. And then you'll have the words. Yeah. Mm. See why I love this guy. <laughs> I'm so glad you're not touchy feely. <laughs> <laughs> So I still have thoughts when I'm wandering around here. Yes. But they don't coalesce into a story. And there's no there's not so much causality to them in two senses. One in one sense is in that um, there's no story, and that's the whole point of no story. There's no long causality to them. Good. But also have the sense that they're all just even if there were a story, that they're just all popping up individually, one at a time. Okay. That they're not fundamentally related. Good. So so I don't think I'm going to do uh, much in way of retreats anymore because I don't I don't know what they're for. I mean, I, I, if I don't have any stories to talk about, like I like being in silence and I, I like hanging ar- around with you. Maybe I guess there's some kind of energetic transmission. So I don't I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Let, the pull will come or it won't. Because there was a pull to this. You and I'm enjoying it. it. I'm yeah, definitely enjoying, enjoying it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would enjoy just sitting in my room doing nothing as well. Yes. Yes. And so a touchy-feely person would see that as like, wow, it actually doesn't matter where I am. And that's because I've touched contentment. Do you know? Yeah, yeah, I have. But it's still on a... Like, it's still on a, on a having a very functional, dualistic life. That's all, which but, is really nothing, spiritually speaking. But, but, but that's how it shows up, because the dualistic life is the framework for this, yeah. for all of us, you know? That's, that's the only place it's going to show up, that anything shows up, because this is the place where... It's the only screen, you know, for any movie. Last time we were talking, I was saying, see if see if motivation can come from someplace else other than other than a thought. Did you see any movement happen that was from someplace else, and that your mind was coming in secondary? Not um, well. Well, it led to a little bit. <laughs> led to a debate about what constitutes action because you said like, what do you? So, like in terms of action, like moving around. I didn't have that, but then sometimes I, I would be just lying in bed and I'd get lost in, in a little fantasy, 
And I felt that, well, that's thought, but actually that's kind of like an action because it's such a structured form of thought. If I'm imagining this and this happening, um, so then that, then I just started saying, okay, watch out, that that's actually counts as acting from a concept. If you're imagining this and this happening next week, having this kind of success, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, your body run the chemicals, it'll be happening at some level. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So that happened, but that when that happens, it was for maybe, I don't know, definitely less than a minute. Okay. So not, not that much. Okay. And I really like that, that thing about not acting from concept. Yes. Like, um, I don't relate at all to the, as I was saying, the non-duality things, so not suggestions from non-duality. Uh-huh. And I really like, actually, your suggestions about liberation, which is, I think, a little strange, because I, I, should, I should clearly have to pass through the non-dual step first. No, no, you don't. Your wiring is different, Alexander. But you, really? don't, you don't go to liberation without having awoken first. The consciousness has the weirdest pattern. <laughs> your path isn't mainstream spiritual path. It's not. But it's all right. I've an eye on you. Okay. It's all right. <laughs> Good. That's all I wanted to know. Yeah. All right. <laughs> then the attributes of liberation. Then that's what we start looking at. And it's just not acting from concept that's all that's, it's just one. that's the classic that's the classic what are the uh, master that one okay <laughs> it's fun I don't even think of it as a spiritual practice it's just very makes, makes life very smooth and, and makes nice makes life very smooth makes life very smooth of course because that's liberation yeah All shoulds are gone, all, you know, self-preservation, these mad self-defense, these mad motivations that the mind comes up with, the bullshit that mind comes up with. It has no potency at all. It's just because it can't roll out to something, you know? So, so it stops arising. That's very free. Welcome. Okay, yeah, yeah. Tell me, I mean, uh, uh, how are you doing? You okay, Lily? Okay. Are your gazillion questions that were there last night, are they still there or have some sorted themselves out? A lot sorted themselves out. Yes! Yes, okay, great. I'm dialing next. Okay, so I just wanted to share something that happened because it was kind of funny, but this um, might be interesting for Alexander. <laughs> I don't know after what he was just talking about. Um, so this morning, I was laying in bed, and I recognized that in my thinking mind, I had this whole little story playing out. Not that I was attached to it, but it's almost like a 
little fantasy thing that was going on. And all of a sudden, I got this pain, like, in my heart. But not like the pain I got last time I was here, where it was like a chest pain, like something was breaking open. <laughs> but it was like somebody reached out and grabbed my heart and pinched it and turned it. Uh-huh. And, and, <laughs> and I got this sense, like, you know, like, like siblings, when you're, you know, taking something and the other one's like, give it back, give it back, you know? <laughs> it's like, okay, okay, stop, stop, that hurts. That's what I got. It was like a, like a, like, <laughs> and I was like, okay, okay, it hurts. Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> and I just, I really got the sense it was like pure consciousness, like saying, like, wake up, recognize that you're running this little fantasy thing and knock it off, basically. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And that it had to come to me in that area because otherwise, if there was any other pain anywhere else, I wouldn't have related it. Yes. Because it's like. How often does somebody reach out and grab your heart? And, mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I just thought that was funny, yeah. kind of interesting. Yeah. So I just wanted to share that because where else can you share something like that yeah. here? <laughs> and yeah. then the other thing was, um, it also occurred to me this morning because when um, you were talking about how everything's already happened, mm. you know, this this dream that we have here, it's already happened, but yet then um, Lilia kind of was recognizing it's a dream and she says, but it's not a very good one, you know, but then in the meditation, so I, so I was thinking about that, like the manifesting and Mm. then in the meditation this morning, you were saying something about changing the dream in a sense. So I'm kind of confused about all of that. I know because what came for me this morning until this meditation, then I thought, well, maybe I'm getting it wrong, was just about it doesn't really, none of that really even matters. You yeah. just open up and it's just whatever, yeah. whatever. You know, but then yeah. I was thinking, okay, if we don't like the dream, can we change the dream? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I have changed the dream in a lot of ways, I think, or maybe it was just all the way it was supposed to be. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I dropped that in there and I wonder who'd pick it up what way, actually. That, was, <laughs> uh, that thought didn't run through. Yeah. Because it's, yeah, you're right. You, you are making up the dream, but you as pure consciousness is making up the dream. Right. So the personal I, I mean, if you want to rewrite your dream, of course, you know, I mean, whatever, set a goal and make more money or whatever people want to do, you know, that's fine. That's just following your desires. That, that shows itself to be absolutely, you know, not good enough. Right. That, that, that's fine for short term goals, but, but it's not going to do it. Right. You know, so when I was saying you're creating the dream, it's yours. Pure consciousness is creating the dream. And if you really see that the dream is always beautiful. Right. No, I got so that. So it's not about morning, changing yeah. the dream. It's about right. seeing that you're the author of the dream. Right. And that's when I thought about it this morning. That's what came up for me. Yeah. It was just, yeah. But then when you said that, I thought, okay, yeah. am I missing yeah, something? Yeah, no. But I was kind of dropping in, okay, let's see if somebody will pick this up personally. Like, right. oh, I can change the dream. Oh, you right. see? It was, right, right. it was really just a little uh, teaser. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because the personal eye is like, hmm. Desire on standby. Desire on standby. Right. Right. And it wasn't really that. It was just, you know, more of like, okay, you know, how does all that work? Yeah, it's point of clarity you're talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Because the clarity I got this morning was... It does. None of it really matters. None it's just really being matters. okay with all of it. Yeah, and that's how the dream changes. Yes, that's how the dream changes. Right. Because we're loose. Right. We're not tied to desire right. and rejection of right. what's happening. Right. Yeah. Because the more I've gone into new non-duality this year, the more 
things have changed. Yes. And they're, and they're just awesome. Because they let go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let go. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. been amazing. Yeah. For the, for the character, it's been amazing. Yes. And it can lead you up the garden path too. You know, right. you can be like, what the am I supposed to be doing now? Like, right. really? Really? This is the direction it's going in? Because your mind is like, it's so slow. Our minds are so slow. Uh, you know? Catch up. Yeah, we're, we're playing catch up. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we're like, how in the heck am I supposed to navigate this? And sometimes you discover, I actually don't have enough skills. Or I have to learn a new physical language because I'm now landed in another country. Or, really? Okay. You know, and sometimes it's like that. You know, okay. all these uh, limitations of the personal are challenged. You know, like Nina. You know, limitations that were in the personal. It's like, bloody right. hell, spirit has landed me into something where there's a... You know, there's a few deficiencies here that yeah. I, I got to play catch up again. Yeah. You know, like no language and no skills. And, yeah, okay. no skills. I, I mean, this kid didn't get developed enough. Okay, so so sometimes it can be kind of tough, but it's about that. That's right. why it's tough. Right, is that there's a learning for the personal. Right, it's like the personal isn't refined enough. Right. Well, just or mature enough for yeah. like all know. the hard stuff we've already been through. Yes, yeah, I yes. get that. Yes. Yes, so it comes in a different way with a different motivation, you know, because mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I got to up the game here, you know, and, right. and okay, you know, got it, yeah, 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 and and the difficulties are around that. Is it's around like what's the limitation in the personnel? Because you as pure consciousness is is can only roll out beautifully, right? You know, so right. So so this yeah. just has to catch up. That has up to catch up. That has to catch up. If it still has a belief in fear, ooh, that one is going to come up with sure. bells on. You know, sure. it, it's it gets cleaned out, cleaned out, cleaned out continually. Right. You know. You know, and if we don't have honesty, we'll manipulate pure consciousness just to keep a little cesspit. <laughs> right. You know, a bit of old, an old loop, like just to keep that piece of garbage there. You know, and we mm-hmm. we'll thwart something and do it in the name of spirit, but actually it stinks. Well, that'll just come back, though. It'll come back and bite yeah. you, yeah. It'll come back and bite, yeah. But so the self-honesty is, is key, the key. Okay. Yeah. That's all I have. Sure. Thank you. <laughs> okay. How are you doing? <laughs> it's like touchy feely land up here. <laughs> <coughs> okay. So I want to just create like the context for this. Okay. Um, okay, this morning, the meditation that you did, what came to me visually 
um, because I'm very visual and kinesthetic in processing things, was um, the kind of this block, this endless orange jello, and suspended in the orange jello, <clears throat> like in the lower corner, was a snow globe, which was the movie land. Ah. And whatever's going on in the snow globe is completely partitioned off from the rest of the jello, and that it doesn't even matter that the jello doesn't know that that's in there. And that's how it came to me. So it was a choice of, you know, how much do I want to zoom into the snow globe, um, and how much energy do I keep as orange jello? There is nothing beyond orange jello, you know, that's. Mm. So, a part of me thinks, um, well, the part of me, and the only one that can be doing this is the snow globe one. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, I know I always t- do this when I come up here. It's like, why can't we just be in the orange jello? Because the orange jello, there's not many opportunities to do that in the world. The world is the snow globe. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like, why not emerge, immerse in orange jello and just be in that for five fucking days without. It, it, there's a part of me that resists being in the snow globe. Yes. And then, because, if, but, and then there is a part of me that wants to be in the snow globe and, you know, bring you in there and have you analyze everything in the friggin' snow globe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. It's just bullshit. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. So why? And I and you can exp- I know I know the reasoning. The pull to the snow globe is so weak when I'm in these retreats. Do you know? Yes. Yeah. That's the idea. It's time out and just to see what the craziness of mind is, is <coughs> so insignificant. It really is. Oh, this but is warm. People forget. <laughs> wow. I'm kinesthetic, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so okay. let me just go, you know, so fuck it. It's coming from the snow globe. Here, here we go. Okay. So it's kind of like going in there. Mm, I, I won't be able to under the table. take me You're my time to get that. No, yeah. no, don't get it. get it. Yeah, and I'll get it. Do you want me to get it? I can get it. it. I'm grown. I'll get it. Why would oh, you do that? Yeah, well, I'm like right oh, here. <laughs> okay, thanks. Thank you, though. Okay. So my interactions with other ones in the snow globe. Okay. That happens quite a lot in these retreats because, you know, there's this empathic... I character who just feels everybody, right? And um, so a, a few things um, I want to say about that. Um, Alexander, is it okay to to talk about that? About um, 
So he, Alexander, just like is so precious to me. You know that he brings up this wanting um, a similar feeling to to Zeki, in that you know there's touchy feely, but it's kind of way in there. Um, and the thought came to me when he was up here. This is so crazy. The thought came to me that I wonder if he would be somebody who would benefit from ayahuasca. And, it, and it, I know that I would totally not, because I've asked you that. But I'm <laughs> thinking that he would, maybe. Um, and also, <clears throat> the sense I had about him was um, a memory... Uh, I had in this life of an interaction with an, a, a, people, a person from not this planet that um, came to my house and, you know, I had, I don't know how to explain this, but, you know, it was sort of... You've got everybody's attention, you're doing fine. Yeah. No, I'm not doing it for that. I know you're not, but I'm just telling you that you're, it's great, come on. No, I, I know you're not, I'm not saying that's your motivation, I'm saying you're communicating it just fine. Because we're all like, come on, tell us. It's normal. It's what we do in Snow Globe. We love story. We love it. I have tons of stories. <laughs> I know. That's what we do. That's what we. That's the but semi that's paradox. Is so. Uh, that's what we do. Don't judge it. All right. Stories are bloody great. We thrive on it. It's like what we do. No, we're story making machines. Really? But my new, my thing, okay, let me finish Alexander. So, <laughs> I love when he smiles. Okay, come back, okay, come back to points, because we'd be here for, like, okay. another week. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because I'll go in, like, feely land. Okay. <laughs> back. Yeah, the yeah, they the want to know about the aliens. Okay. <laughs> what to tell you? They want to hear about the aliens? Yeah. Okay, so the alien. Um, all right, I'm just going to say this. You can't. We cannot talk about this when I'm off the stage. I'm just going to say what I'm saying now. It's bullshit. It's another part of the snow globe. It it really makes no friggin' difference. It happened a very long time ago. But there was this alien um, at my window, and you know, sort of, I could see because I can. I'm clairvoyant, but he probably was partially manifest. I don't really know, but. I was trained to um, to address the the alien being with um, like light that came from my third eye and my heart, kind of t- coming together, converging in a, like a laser point. And with that point, I just zoomed it to him, to this alien, and I was terrified. My, my everything in me was like terrified that it was gonna, I don't know what, do something to me. But um, it was through a window, and it it was like stunned. You know, it was not tased, but it was because it was coming from um, a combination of wisdom and love that alchemized, and and that was what I was taught to do to things that I was afraid of. And anyway, it just got. It was like it was washed with this electrical energy that um, it didn't really know how to process, but it just received it. 
and it was done. That was what was supposed to happen from then on. I was never afraid of any of them ever again, anything. But it, it came to me that, like, I wanted to do that to Alexander. Because <laughs> he's an alien? I don't know. I don't know. It's like alien sex or something. It's like some, it has some kind of... Um, transmission value or you know value of like love or something I'm so sorry if I'm embarrassing not at all it's wonderful I know but him no he he doesn't even exist he's not even real it's all fine all good all right so why why would did I tell you all that it's all right just stuff Mm. for the tape or something okay all right, um, practical level stuff. Uh-huh. I really want to know how to turn off the tracker on my iPhone. Like, maybe someone can tell me that later. Like, okay. when you guys were talking about it, I, I'm really an idiot with electronics, and I don't want that phone tracking me. Like, I don't want it okay, to. Okay, can somebody go into her settings and do it? Nobody will uh, be tracking you unless... I mean, well, they, but but it's useful if you lost your phone. Yeah, to I, computer. Yeah. yeah, but I don't trust that. Okay. I don't yeah. like that. Yeah, it's called Find My iPhone. I can go into settings. It's a wonderful it's feature. It's yeah, it's a, okay. not I'm, a good thing for me. Okay. okay. I think that's the only thing involved. I don't know if mm. there's anything else. Okay. <clears throat> All right, so I'm going to go through my list. <clears throat> What to detach from that meditation a few days ago. Mm, I kept coming up with, you know, we're going to have this fire. I want to put something in the fire. What is it that's ready to go into the fire? And um, what I got this morning in the meditation this morning was reaching out. And I wanted to run that by you. You know that you you were talking about. Sit in, you said, um, "Let the sounds come to you." I see, mm-hmm. and th- that directionality. Um, I think always there's been a you know fo- going yes. reaching. Yes, yes, yes. And and it's yes. n- it's now a waiting almost like let yes. them come to me. Let yes. everything come to me. Yes. Yes. Good idea. Okay. Good idea. And then when you said, what would that look like? Mm. Um, I was trying to feel what would that look like, and it feels like it would look quieter, or be quieter. Um, And um, somebody up here, you were um, asking them to be bigger, clear, I think. You know, be, take up more space, be bigger, mm-hmm. and I, I've tried that on. Like, like, what if she recommended that for me? Mm-hmm. Um, that would be somewhat uncomfortable for me. So, a part of me thought maybe that means I need to um, be bigger, but non-verbally. You know, not energetically, um, or maybe I need to be smaller. I, I don't know. I'm just asking. So, you're fine. Okay. Yeah, that's all. That's harder than any of them. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
except for the reaching out. Yes, the reaching out would be a good idea. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> This retreat, going around to the temples, and what's um, been coming up for me, a few things with this cold, is um, guilt and making other people uncomfortable, or they can't sleep, Nina can't sleep, Nina can't sleep, whatever. So I saw that all as thought, it's okay, it just is. Um, And... Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Jesus, very, very strong in my in my field. Um, so much so that you know I was like hanging out with her statue, and I walked that labyrinth. The whole thing was about Mary Magdalene for me. It was about France. I was getting words in French. I don't even know what they were about. It was just all about something, um, and and I'm wondering if. And I'm doing a dance to a song called Mary Did You Know? Which is, so I'm wearing the Mary costume. <clears throat> and um, I'm wondering if that, like there's an archetype thing there. Like, like if that is something that I'm shedding, that I'm moving out of something or moving into something. Do you need to know? I do. Why? Curious. Yeah, good enough. <laughs> so I could make a better story. Yes. Could you throw the story making a part of the story making mechanism into the fire? Yeah. The pull to make story. Mm-hmm. It kind of goes with the reaching out, doesn't it? Yes, yeah. it does. It does. It does. So what to do with the um, fondness, or I, I don't know the word, the, the affinity I feel for um, the certain characters... Like the even if they're not physical, you know, Mary or you or Alexander or Zeki or you know anyone. I mean, it's like everyone. It's mm-hmm. it's trees. Why do you have to do something with it? I don't know. I don't know. There's a fondness there, and let it be so that it's not even recognized. It just expresses, but that the labeling mechanism to even name it to recognize it as a phenomenon. Let that fade out. So that things that happen on that level happen without them being registered or noticed. Your attention doesn't need to go to it to to label it and name it. Right. So actions just occur, like, 
you know, yes. hugging or... Yes, yes, they do. Okay. They, they, our mind can make them into story, but actually it's, it, it's exhausting. Yeah. There aren't as many problems as what the mind would like or issues or stories. The, the mind creates them in order to have, you know, more entertainment for itself. But yeah. the price is high. The price is high. Yeah. You know? I feel as if this sickness, this cold that never ends, <laughs> it's been like week two already for me. Mm-hmm. The whole time I've been on vacation, I've had this cold. And okay. <clears throat> I'm getting tired of it, but it, it's doing its thing. Um, mm-hmm. And it's getting better. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels very deep, like the, you know, the, I can relate to the, you know, lung thing. I could relate to everything, but it yes. was like, like what I used to do um, in relation to this body mind was go be a behind it person, and now <clears throat> that doesn't work because then there's this eternal witness there, and she, what you know that's still. It's still there, so so I've now felt like um, I tried doing what you suggested and went in, went down, down, down. You know, yes. like almost to the root chakra, yes. like low. Yes, which brings up other stuff. You know, brings up energy and 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 yeah. the body is so hot. You know, it's like Kundalini. It, whatever. I don't have to label it, but it's doing things. <coughs> yes. But it helps to stay. That's a better way for me. Yes. It, it, to go in. Yes. Rather in than down. behind. Oh, yeah. In down and down. Is for you, yeah. yeah. And that helps for me with grounding. I yeah, feel. That's do, why. do you feel? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Can you do a quick body check for me on a couple of things? I don't have anyone that does this. I'm like the only one who does this on me. So, a specific thing. Um, hydration. Mm. I, I feel, I have this blue bottle and mm. I've been getting that I need to drink three of those a day of water. Mm. And I'm working my way up to like one and a half, I'm about at one and a half now. Mm. My goal is to try to have three of them a day. Yeah. Okay, take electrolytes. It's, uh, it's, yeah, just take some electrolytes, huh? In the water. Yeah, you know, there's a there's a there's a sachet for a certain amount of fluid ounces. You've got to get the ratio right, or your blood doesn't absorb it. But take electrolytes, and you might need as much. They have electrolyte water you can get with electrolytes in it. With electrolytes in it. Or coconut water. Coconut water is a natural way to get it. Oh yeah, coconut water is mm. better than that stuff that tastes yucky. Yeah, but it's it's very good. It's very good, and it helps with hydration, with balancing that. So I could use coconut water. You could, and could. Mi- mix it with regular water. Yeah. Okay. Take a coconut water and two bottles, and you'll be fine. It's the salts that's what the issue is. Himalayan sea salt works good, or Himalayan salt. Or just get a sachet and see CVS, mix it with like 
eight ounces and knock it back. What's a sachet? Like a, a little packet. packet. A little packet. <laughs> okay. It's the electrolytes. It's your absorbability of, of water is what the issue is. Okay. So I can... I know I keep... It's like hard for me to get this in. So I can put coconut water, those little coconut water boxes in my what in my blue bottle buy a liter of coconut water a liter of coconut and, water and just knock that back like in a day sure like drink Go. one liter a day sure if you can Ugh. Okay. yeah or okay, go half a liter if it's too much, or just go and get get a little packet of electrolytes I mean, and just knock it back, just knock it back, so what if it doesn't taste good? Just knock it back, you know. And you want the the water that you're drinking will be more effective. Okay. And will help with grounding. Yeah, it'll help balance things a bit. Sure. Sure. And up vitamin C, <coughs> huh? Up your vitamin C. I, d- I don't know that I'm even having vitamin C right now. Yeah, I need it. Like like how much? Uh, you can take it in kiwis if you want. Kiwis, like the Kiwi, little yeah, green the fruit, they're super high in vitamin C. If you want to do it naturally, okay. Or I could just take the like powdered stuff. Yeah, a thousand milligrams of high quality vitamin <clears throat> C a day. Sure, you need vitamin C. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to a um, a person that. Is you know works with my hormones and uh-huh. all the other stuff, the uh-huh. balancing stuff, and um, so we detected that my thyroid needed supplementation. Okay, so I've been doing that, um, and I'm much better. I yeah. was having like no energy, and that's better. Yeah. And then the other hormones, like the you know female and male hormones, uh-huh. I'm t- I feel like we're good on that. You know, I feel yeah. Does that feel yeah, you're pretty okay. good you're on okay. that? You're yeah. Okay. yeah. I, you know, I, I rarely do this kind of work anymore, that medical intuitive stuff, but yeah, you're okay, but your vitamin C is like on the floor. Yeah. On the floor. Oh. That's fine. You just rectify. So I can eat oranges here. Yeah, oh. but the oranges are, they're not actually a great source of vitamin C, and they're very acidic. They're not the highest form of vitamin C at all. So. Okay. Kiwis have much more. It's like 20 times, there's 20 times more vitamins, absorbable vitamin C in a kiwi than in an orange. So, okay. you know, there's your option. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Less labeling, Eileen. Less labeling. In general, you know? Less labeling. Don't make story. Just, just, just watch the story-making mechanism. You know, and, and it comes from a natural ability of wanting to understand the world and trying to figure out how to navigate. But you've that down, you know. You're able to navigate, you know. You're able to navigate. But the story-making mechanism is still there. It's still quite strong, you know. So can I put that in the fire? Yes. And that's before the um, concept? Is that the same as the concept-making machine? It's just that you've got a habit of... You've got a habit of 
labeling things and kind of say, oh, that's because of that and that needs to oh, happen there and uh, uh, all that stuff. It's like, whoa. Giving whoa. things reasons. Giving things reasons, uh, yeah. You're making story. You're making story where actually all you're doing is just creating duality. That's all you're doing. You're just creating story for yourself. Uh, you know? Okay. Be still. Stay quiet. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I got I can feel it. Yeah, good. Okay. Good. Thank you. Sure. You're welcome. <clears throat> You're welcome. Lilia, would you like to come? Yeah. Did did uh oh she's gone, isn't she? Um da 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 Laurie. Yes, she was going about eleven. Okay. Oh she now? Yeah, I saw her walking. She was leaving. Did she yeah. did she head off? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. <coughs> So we didn't get to say goodbye. Right. So be it. Okay. Just to make sure that the coal doesn't go anywhere. Okay. It's just alcohol. Uh, this morning, the, <clears throat> the meditation that you did this morning, I hope that I will be able to have access to it again. Yes. Because... That was just, like, perfect for me. Ah, good. Really perfect. And it, it answered a lot. Um, but I have more of a practical question. Uh -huh. Because tomorrow I'm going to go home to my life. And I want to... Um, um, to do what I can to deepen the connection with whatever we call that mm. that is not the snow globe yes right? and um, but I'm I'm very um, I don't know what the word is but I'm weary of the spiritual ego and I really don't want anything that's going to kind of come out of the snow globe to try and muster things around you know I, I'm just not interested in that but I really do want to have some sort of deepening and I'm just wondering what you think about that and okay so so you want a deepening but at the same time there's there's a chance that something is going to grab the deepening and make something big out of it yeah what what would be in that for you what like where Tell me about the power or the the enticement that's involved in that. What power does that hold for the ego? Because if we can take away why it finds juice in that, yeah. then it's done, huh? Then it's done and it doesn't matter what I do. Exactly. Right. I don't really know about that. I mean, I just have seen it in my life. I've seen it and I've seen that it seems like um, going nowhere in a sense. It just keep creating a self, and you're just in a self all the time. Yes, and and I don't want to do that. I want to. Yes, know. and I guess saying the spiritual ego is maybe one way of talking about it, but there are others. It's just the identity that comes from what anything that you do. You know, what kind of practice do you do? Well, I do this. You know, and. I, I don't have an answer okay. for your question. Okay. 
Can you can you talk about a sentence that would normally have ownership in the world? Well, my practice is da da da. Can you talk about that? But there's no ownership. That it's just language, but there's actually no ownership of it. Yeah. Okay, that helps a lot. Yeah. So the language. Yeah, yeah. You know, just see it as language. But when you say the word I, you you just mean this character, and that is so not what you are. And see, the, the thing this morning was just right on with that for me, because it was like, oh, yes, you know, you're saying that that character can just be in the periphery. Yes. And it's like, oh, what a relief, you yes. know? Yes. It's so exhausting. Yes. Oh, my to God. keep propping her up. Oh, yeah. my God. Yes. Oh, my God. All my life, I have not enjoyed it at all. And it's such a relief. Yes. I think I can just hang out in that other. Yes. Room. Yes. And just, you know, deal with that yes. as necessary. Exactly. And she can operate in the world, but you're at home. Yeah. Yes. Oh, thank you so much. Yes, you're welcome. It made me cry. It made me so yes. happy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And when an immature mind hears that, they kind of turn into a couch potato. Oh, I don't have to do anything. And it's like, oh, that's, you know, that's the personal eye hijacking yeah. something just to be darn lazy. You know, it's like, boom. But it doesn't feel like that. It feels no. like a you're desire from to come place. Yeah. to be in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're completely ready for it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I found that the kirtan, mm-hmm. the kirtan was beautiful. I was thinking maybe I could do some of that. I don't know. What what other things do you think are ways of... To remind you? Yeah. There's two things. One is you can physically have reminders, like you listen to that recording of this morning, mm-hmm. every morning and every night, for example. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is like, Try to recognize what makes you forget. Uh-huh. To switch off the juice yeah. that, that the personal eye can have in, in, in whatever that is. Is, right. it a, is it a thought? Is it an addiction? Is it a fantasy? Is it people? Is it, what is it? What is it that where, you, where you forget? Uh-huh. What is that that's so interesting that all your energy goes into that? Attention goes into that snow globe story. What, what is that? And spot those. Spot those triggers. And spotting them is just noticing. It's like, ah, okay, what's the juice there for the eye? What is it? What's the juice? Does it want to be seen? What's it looking for? Mm -hmm. It's got a desire somewhere. So recognize what the desire is and see through the desire. You know, just say, okay, okay, personal eye, you need more attention. All right, okay, all right, okay. What's that about, really? Mm -hmm. There might be an old wound that needs healing, or it might be just like, really? I'm so not buying that anymore, <laughs> you know? Just another bad habit. Just another bad habit. Sometimes it has potency and sometimes it just needs to be seen. Right. Okay. And when it has potency, you look into it. And look into it, yeah. Just get to the root of it and see, <clears throat> see well, what, what, is there something that needs healing here? Needs resolution here? Okay. Needs to be, you know, fully understood. It's like Connie the other day, like when she found that it's competition. You know, it's like, all right, it's competition. Let's channel, if, you're, if your personality has a competitive nature, channel it into some place instead of the ego hijacking it. You see? Mm-hmm. If that's part of your personality, it's fine. It's fine. So you're not trying to, to um, manipulate the personality. You're trying to allow it to be as it is, 
but consciously. Consciously. See what's happening and, and not have it somehow undermine something else. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Because it sort of is what it is, right? Yes. Okay, now that's another question. Yes. Um, and I think you sort of answered it, but I think I want to hear the answer again. Um, because yesterday it, it became clear that this wasn't my dream, right? You yes. Know, I mean, to know your dreaming is one thing, but yes. it's not my dream. Yes. Right? But it seems to me that even though we know that, we still want to change it. Yes. And I just wonder about that. I mean, where does the idea that that works come from? Yes. The, the desire ability of the ego yeah. to actually, okay, okay, there is a belief system that things can be better. So therefore... Where can it be better? What can I buy to make things better? And uh, the commercial world will tell you that if you buy every single thing that's for sale, it's going to make you feel better. <laughs> everything is. You know, if it's anything, all, all of it can but, justify itself. But when you, the first day when you did the enough, like, yeah. it sort of addresses that, right? It's yes. Like, it's like enough. Yes. Yes. Just enough. Yes, there is enough. Yes. There's always enough. And, and, and in the enough, there's nothing needed to change. Correct. And that's really how it is. That it? is how it is. Yeah. Yes. So it's like this overriding ego um, yep. like a hawk or something. Yes. Flying around looking for things to do. That's right. Looking and for things to do to keep the movie going. That's the mechanism that keeps the show going. But it would go anyways. It right? would go, it would continue anyways. Wouldn't it? I mean, just the, the, the movie is, is happening, the dream is happening. Yes. Without our help. Yes. Our help. Who's the our there? I'm saying like the, the myself. Yes. It, it does. It, it does, but in the, in the start of waking up, the myself imagines that it has the power to do it all. Yeah. You see, and it said, oh, I can have what I want because I'm told if I, you know, cause and effect comes in. If you study hard, you get a better university, you da, da, whatever it is. There's a whole, there's a whole mechanism of, of you, you reap what you sow. Right. There's a whole mechanism. So that morphs then into, oh, I can do better and I want to do better than those and those and those. And then competition comes in and it just keeps cycling. And, and this nurtures desire. It really nurtures desire. Yeah. And then when desire is running, the ego gets even fatter. And so it imagines that it's all this potency, all this potency. Mm -hmm. You see? Oh, goodness me. It's really full of up its own ass at that point, you know? Yeah. So, so once we start seeing that game, all right, we're starting to withdraw. And that, our engagement in the movie pulls back. And the movie is just allowed to happen for what it is. But the little eye, when really imagining that it's making the movie, it really will, because it sees what it wants to see. Yeah. It's seeing what it wants to see, you know? Yeah. In, so it, it, it's like the, it's like, what is it? It's like the, the rodeo clown that takes the bow. It didn't do anything. Yes. It goes out and takes the bow. Yes. Yes. Like yes. that. Yes, exactly. And it's just running alongside trying to figure out where it's going to take the next bow. Where it's going to take the next bow. Yeah. That's what feeds us, yeah. Keeps it going. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
And the movie will continue because pure consciousness is dreaming the movie. Is, is, um, it's not even dreaming the movie. It's like the movie is rolling out from pure consciousness. There isn't really a dreamer. Yes, yeah, see, when you said it was happening in the same place. Yes. I was, oh, God. That was just, okay. That felt but there's so, no two places. No, no it felt so great. Yeah. It, you know when things just feel right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you could see This it. morning just felt so right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what happened there was the concept of space. Because space is the first concept, you see? Yeah. And so space was the block until there. And then mm-hmm. when we took out space, it's like, oh, of course, of course. Yeah. It isn't spatial at all. None of it is spatial. None of it is spatial. But, but most people can't go there, you know? Because it's the first concept and everything kind of falls apart there, so. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense when it makes sense and it doesn't when it doesn't and there's no brownie points when it makes sense. It's just how it rolls. No, yeah. I have a thousand other questions, but I'll just... You're doing fine. Leave it there. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I don't know how I made it here, but I'm glad that I did. Yeah. It took so much to get here. Oh, oh my God. I had my little yeah. honey jar. I kept putting 20s in there. Oh, <laughs> bless you. Yeah. You made it. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. There you go. It finds a way, huh? Yeah. And it's ready. Dan, my attention is drawn to you. Yeah. Yeah. Would you like to come up? Sure. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, yeah. I mean, I want to. Yeah. Okay. That's good. <laughs> Hi. How are you doing? Uh, really well. I guess I'm I'm confused because I think from you I want to know more about uh, what path it is I'm supposed to take or what I'm. supposed need to recognize to have the outside adult in that role and then to find the to meet the child then and 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 you said like connect the dots and bring them together make that I don't know then I'll flourish Um, I guess last night after Kirtan I did like a visual after the chanting and I saw like you know in my mind which was probably very dualistic but it really worked for me I saw like joining of I know it was a little me and then I don't know it seemed like there was three of us okay and it was really powerful for me I got like tears of joy after the chanting and everything yeah And I don't know if that's like a visual, which is fine for me to like take with me and and use on a daily. Tell me about the third component. What what, what was the third? So I was the observer of seeing two. Ah, the observer yeah, was seeing yeah. the other two coming together. Yeah, beautiful, yeah. great. Okay, great. Yeah, yes, use and that. And it was just wow, easy to do. Boom. Yeah, well done. Use that. Okay. And then you'd mentioned something about I think divine light. Yes, my last meeting, but I don't really know what that is. Using that to help me flourish, nourish, oh, love myself. Yeah, it's kind of to... Uh, yeah, I, I think I was giving you some kind of a visual. Mm. A different place to access. It could have been the observer in your visualization last night. Okay. Could have been that. 
it's like that which is neither the adult nor the child, but it's all coming from there. Okay. And once the adult and the child are connected, all right. that part of the dance story is whole and complete. But actually, what's really going on is the light moving through a, a whole body-mind organism who's able to function in the world. Do you see? Because uh-huh. it's not about making it better for Dan. It's actually about you dropping into that light. Yeah. You okay. know? And that the light coming through, that that which is beyond the character. That's what this mm. is about. That which is beyond the character. We, we get stuck for words with it. We, we, you know? But, but it's either flowing through us or we have it buried and we're operating from what I need to do here to get, you know? Yeah. To oh, get, to get, to get. Anything. Yeah. Autopilot, yes. Um, and we're asleep. Yeah. Tonight, mm. there's a fire. What can you yeah. tell us more about that? Like, okay, what so, is the significance of this? Yeah, the, yeah. The full moon? There's just none at all. There's just okay. a fire pit out the back. So, <laughs> so we light a fire and we chant out there instead of being here. Okay, okay. We just all right. chant out there. All right. And sometimes people like. You know, use it as a kind of a ceremony if you want to, to make uh, note of what okay. you want to leave here. Okay. To like just walk away clean, you know, and just like, okay, there's closure on that, you know. There's a gazillion ways to use a fire, you know. Yeah, just, just I'm see what makes sense to you. All right, on. Yeah, see what makes sense right. to you. Yeah. And this probably might not be appropriate, but um, <laughs> you remember the band Hot House Flowers? Did you oh, like indeed. them growing up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah, I just saw them on a special occasion. I just never really meet anybody from Ireland. Yeah. But I saw them in Atlanta. And yeah. um, and I think uh, me and my girlfriend out of the 100 people were the only two you know, white Americans there. It was one of the best. The the, the, the music and the, the vibration, and the, it was for real, you know? Yeah, it's for real. Yeah, it was yeah, really, yeah. really good. And this was a million years ago. It had been well, like in the 80s. I yes, remember, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah mid 80s or early I don't know yeah. early 80s oh they're completely about opening chakra systems and they even okay. have like you know they'd have you at live concerts I don't know but like I've seen them at street street festivals I saw them super small yeah, yeah 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 all that kind of stuff and they go in there and they and they do the, some, I know some song about like, let your let, let your light shine is part of the chorus anyway and and they have this motivate this this arm thing like because your hands are up in the air and you're at a concert right and it's something about like they sound like shit. He's making us open our heart chakras. Oh my god! And so everybody into the song was hugging and kissing and yeah, yeah, yeah. they probably thought it's because they were drunk, you know? Because in Ireland we all get drunk all the time. So, but for sure, like okay. it's like oh my god, look what he's doing! Wow. It was the pre-ecstasy days, you know? It's like he was doing it through like making us open our heart chakras. And really, see him watching us, you know? Beautiful. I mean, just really gravitated. Towards that band and, and yeah. knew that there was something special. There's something, big yeah. Oh, yeah. About, you know, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Lino yeah. mainly is dead on. He's really, ah, yeah. yeah. He's okay. yeah. He, he he's deliberately using the music to for spiritual uh, stuff. Very consciously. Is that band still around? No, I don't think so. He went solo then. Lino mainly. He's the 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 lead singer. He went Home solo. and people and the band's called Hot House Flowers. Hot I think House they Flowers. have one record that just. May have been yeah. like the first U.S. release was just really Hot boom. Yeah. Hot House Flowers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're great. Yeah. All right, thank you. Yeah, sure. <laughs> You're doing okay. okay. Yeah, well, what does your lifestyle look like in the future? Are we there yet? Yeah, I can, I can, I've already been thinking about all this uh-huh. and pull back from what my day-to-day has been. Uh-huh. And then I, I like what you said that I'm in, and it's recognizing that 
there is another phase to my life, then there's going to be a little searching for that, but it's going to come to me. I feel like yes. totally, you know, and it doesn't have to make money. It could be charitable. I'm not really sure what it is, but it just feels, and it, it might take me a little while, a couple of direct, you know, All right. directions to, you know, I'm not going to, you know, it's okay. going to happen and, and I'm not in a, like, I'm fortunate that. Yeah. You can, you yeah, can let it. I can let it happen. Simmer. Yeah. Well done. All right. Well done. Nice one, Dan. Cool. Yes. Is it a quickie? Yeah. Okay. So it's about helping me to drop. Because uh, it's hard. So it's really hard. I want to talk to you after it's done. I don't know why, but, but I need to talk to you after lunch. Is that okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes, kind So it's really hard for me to drop. Yesterday after I was up here, it was much easier. I felt like something broke. And I was very quiet. The mind was very quiet. But it's starting to come back. And and can the busy mind be okay? Or does it take all of your attention? Can there be acceptance for it? <coughs> yeah, I mean, it feels like a distraction. You know, it's not as still and quiet as with no mind. Okay. So, so when mind is cranking away, there is a moment of if we if we decide that we don't want it or we don't like it, the volume will go up. If we resist it, it gets bigger because the part that resists it is mind as well. So we're really caught in it then, but we think we're not. We think we're watching it and we're just not liking it and we want it to stop, but actually we're already in there. That's like the periphery thought. We're already inside the boundary of it. Okay? So to stay outside of that is like, that's just mine. That's what it does. It's a beautiful machine. I mean, life would stop if it was, you know, if it didn't work. Life wouldn't be very fun. <laughs> you see? So that's okay. That's just mine doing its thing. All right. What's happening here right now? Come into the present moment. The present moment is a good bridge. If mind is busy, the present moment is a good bridge to drop. If you can stay in the present moment, you're using mind, but minimally. You're not going into storyland. So the present moment brings you into functioning aspect of mind, rather than the thinking, crazy, wacky dialogue, monologue. Okay? So the functioning mind will bring you into the present moment. All right, that's a good halfway house. Just like, what's happening right now? Let this be enough. Let this be enough. This is enough for me to focus on and for me to manage. And if things can get a little bit calmer, fine. Now you're at the door again of dropping into deeper. Use the present moment a little bit. Still feels like there's a block like in my torso that it's really hard for me to drop. Ah. Ah, I'm glad you can spot that. Part of that is because you don't have a home. There's no rooting. Physical home. Yeah, physical home. That there's no rooting. And it's becoming like, okay. Remember us talking maybe a year ago, it's like, you're going to need a home again, but you're fine for now. You know? It's like some kind of a, a base mm-hmm. just to root down. You know? that That's part of that. Okay. That's part of that. 
Is there anything to do with the other part of it? Is there anything I can do to help open up the other part of it? Yeah, other than see if a home will come to you or a base, some little place you can call your own, you know? Yeah. Some place where it's like, no, I've got a, I'm going to buy it or I've got a year lease or some kind of stability would be good now. And then put your feet into the earth, <laughs> into the sand, into the earth. Dance. Yeah, I'm really thinking of Hawaii again. Yeah, it's there, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it there. Yeah. Yeah. And there's plenty of sand for you to walk in there. Just literally, you know, focusing on your feet pulls the energy down. It, it's so simple and it works. It works. You know, to just like... And, and if, if, we're, if we're something's blocked in our middle and we just focus on our feet, it doesn't work. You kind of got to flow it down to your feet. You know, because, because we can have a perception of our feet, but, but yet we're blocked here. So you got to kind of run it down. Do you know? So like if you're walking on the beach or burying your feet in the sand and you're there, it's like, okay, hold on. Now. Just drop, work your awareness down through your pelvis and down through your legs and work it down. Work it down. It's just an energy that has to drop down. It's okay. Don't, I don't see a huge blockage there. It's just a circumstance of how your life had to live because you had to feel that freedom, mm -hmm. that freedom of bouncing around the place. So now a new home isn't going to be an, a, a, a ball and chain. It's just going to be some place for you to rest. It's like rest for the weary traveller. Yeah. You've got to find a place that's going to offer rest for the weary traveller. That seems important. That's your criteria. Does this place offer rest for the weary traveller? So that you can... Really rest. And you're going to Hawaii next week. So let's see what opens for you. Start looking, huh? Yeah, start looking. Well, I'll be on the other island next week, but in a few weeks I'll be the over on Yeah. That's where I want to be. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's okay. It's okay. It's quite simple, you know. It's quite simple. It's just dropping down, present moment, accept the mind for what it is, no desire to change it. Don't go there. Don't go there. Dropping down. Find rest for the weary traveller. Find rest. Let rest come. You doing okay? Derek, you okay? Yeah? There's a light going on, but I'm, I'm fine. All right, okay. Can we break for yoga and lunch? Are people okay? Yeah? The second last day is always a bit topsy-turvy, you know, where like some people are deep in the soup and some people are kind of coming out and it's coming together and it's always a bit like, whoa, 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 we're preparing for landing and like somebody's in the middle of their lunch. It's like, put up my, my train. No, 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 I'm just starting my lunch. You know, so it's always a bit, it's like that, you know. It's always a bit wobbly, so it's like, <laughs> okay. So, and you're up for doing yes. a bit of yoga? Thank you, thank you. Always. All right, folks. Did you want I'll to figure out how to use the charge? Saying, oh, I'll bring, I'll bring my uh, computer over to lunch. Okay. How about that? Okay, we'll do it over there. Thank you for reminding me. Okay, folks. Catch you later. <laughs>